You are listening to the Today I Found Out podcast, where each weekday we provide an interesting story that is going to feed your brain. You can read more great articles like this by going to todayifoundout.com. Hi, welcome to episode number 94 of the Daily Knowledge Podcast from Today I Found Out. And in today's episode, you're going to learn about French toast and why it isn't actually French at all. Then there's going to be a brief word from today's sponsor, Harry's. And then there's going to be a bonus why article about why mustard is yellow. We're going to follow that up with the final part of the show, which is going to be the bonus facts. First, they're going to be about mustard. And then there are going to be some additional bonus facts about French toast. Myth. French toast was invented in France. French toast was not invented in France. In fact, French toast was around long before France even existed as a country. The exact origins of French toast are unknown, but it isn't surprising that humans seem to have come up with the recipe quickly, given that French toast is traditionally made out of stale bread. Bread has been a staple food for most cultures since food first began being prepared, and up until very recently, the vast majority of humans would have never dreamed of wasting any food. Thus, one has to find a way to make stale bread palatable. At some point, someone got the bright idea to soak the stale bread in milk and egg and then cook it, making a tasty meal while not wasting any food source. The earliest reference to doing just this dates all the way back to 4th century Rome in a cookbook attributed to Apicius, and it is thought to predate this work by a good margin. The style of French toast was called pan dulcis. The Romans would take the bread and soak it in a milk and egg mixture and then cook it, typically frying it in oil or butter, pretty much just like it's made today in many countries in the world. The practice became common throughout Europe in the Middle Ages, including making it primarily out of stale bread. Indeed, the name for French toast in France itself is pan perdu, which literally means lost bread. It is also called this in Belgium, New Orleans, Acadiana, Newfoundland, and the Congo, among other places. It is interesting to note, for the naysayers who like to cling to the belief that it came from France, that before the French called it pan perdu, they called it pan à la romaine, meaning Roman bread. Another popular myth as to the origin of the name and the food item is that French toast actually came from America, specifically being created in 1724. In this origin theory, the name French came from the chef who first made it, Joseph French. Thus, it was French's toast, which later got slurred down to French toast. This story, of course, is pure fiction, as there are numerous references throughout history of what is now called, in North America, French toast. Indeed, there are several cookbooks from the Middle Ages throughout Europe that even give the classical recipe for French toast. Further, the name French toast predates the 18th century, with the earliest references popping up in the mid-17th century. Before that time, it was also known as German toast, Spanish toast, and a variety of other names, only some of which had anything to do with the name of a country. North Americans call it French toast for very similar reasons as to why they call fried potato strips French fries, simply that they were popularized in America by French immigrants. Note, for more on the fascinating history of the French fry, check out podcast episode number 28, From Potatoes to French Fries. So today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Harry's. Now, Harry's are a shaving company that make quality men's shaving products, and they're actually offering $5 off your first purchase to every listener of this podcast. All you have to do is go to harrys.com and you can use our special promo code daily. Now, you might be wondering why you should go with Harry's. Now, if you're like me, you're a regular shaver and you're probably fed up with buying very expensive shaving blades and that are poor quality, they generally don't last. 
now after they'd bought a spot on this show, I did a bit of looking around and I talked to Harry's and basically the story is something like this. The co-founder went into a drugstore to buy shaving blades and understandably was a little bit upset that he had to pay $25 for a pack of four blades. Now every man has been in that situation at some point, so it's needless to say that uh, blades are really quite overpriced. So basically, Harry's is dedicated to giving you an incredible shaving experience at a fraction of the price, especially if you use that promo code daily and get an extra $5 off. Now, Harry's currently shipped to the United States and Canada, but they were kind enough to send me a pack over to the UK so I could try it out. And Harry's really came through. They sent me a beautifully engraved razor with several disposable blades, fantastic shaving cream, and even, uh, I mean, <laughs> I've been shaving for a while, but they sent me this fantastic little booklet telling me how to shave, totally non-patronizing really led to a better shave. So again, this podcast episode is brought to you by Harry's. Go to harrys.com, type in the promotional code daily and you'll get $5 off your purchase. So thanks again to Harry's for sponsoring the show. Why mustard is yellow? A common misconception is that yellow mustard, the kind you put on your hot dog, is yellow because of the mustard seed. This is not true. The mustard seed is a dullish grey, brown colour. The striking bold yellow colour actually comes from the rootstock of a plant called turmeric. Turmeric, native to the rainy and humid tropical forests of South Asia, has been used as a natural food dye for centuries. The turmeric plant is harvested annually for its rhizome, or rootstock. The rhizome is boiled, dried, and ground into a powder. This powder is then mixed with mustard seed powder, vinegar, water, salt, and voila, you've got yourself traditional yellow mustard. Turmeric is also a common ingredient in many South Asian and Indian dishes. It provides an earthy, slightly bitter taste that complements many curries. It began to make its way east in the 12th and 13th centuries. In medieval England, turmeric was often called Indian saffron, since it was used as a cheaper alternative to the much more pricey saffron. In the 18th century, turmeric was beginning to be grown in Caribbean countries where the climate was similar to South Asia. Jamaica became a big grower of turmeric, and to this day, rhizome powder is still used in Jamaican cuisine. Getting back to the mustard of it all, mustard seed itself dates back to the ever-enterprising Romans. They would combine the seeds with unfermented grape juice to create what they called burning juice, or mustum ardens in Latin, hence our now familiar English word, mustard. The popularity of mustard grew in Rome and swept into their conquered territories. In the Burgundy region of France, most famous for its wines, the little town of Dijon embraced mustard and began making its own variety, substituting the unfermented grape juice with vinegar. To this day, Dijon, France is still known as the mustard capital of the world for its unique and sharp-tasting Dijon mustard. Yellow mustard didn't come along until the turn of the 20th century. In 1884, two brothers, Robert and George French, bought a flour mill in Rochester, New York, after their previous flour mill, upstate, burned down. They named the mill the R.T. French Company. When Robert passed away, George's older brother, Francis, came on board to help the family business. In 1904, George began experimenting with creamy salad mustard. He added turmeric to the traditional recipe for added presentation and color. Yellow mustard premiered at the St. Louis World Fair in 1904 as a condiment to put on hot dogs to great fanfare. The rest, as it were, is mustard history. And now for today's bonus facts. Grey Poupon, the world's most famous Dijon mustard, was created in 1777 by a partnership between Maurice Grey, a mustard maker with an unusual recipe calling for white wine, and Auguste Poupon, his financial backer. Grey Poupon took off not just because of the uniqueness of the recipe, but also because they were the first mustard makers to utilize an automatic mustard-making machine. Their original store still stands in downtown Dijon today. Bonus fact 2. 
While the vast majority of people throughout history seem to have made their French toast from stale bread, the upper-class members of society don't appear to have done the same. Most historical cookbooks for this group tended to call for highly enriched white bread, which was much more expensive than whole-grain bread through most of history. Funny enough, considering today, the opposite is true in many countries. Bonus Fact 3 French toast isn't the only sort of food that seems to have come from the practice of using up every scrap of food. Fondue seems to have also been created in this way, traditionally being made out of old hardened cheese and dried out bread. Further, throughout European history, most food scraps would be taken and thrown in a pot that was nearly always kept simmering to keep the food from going bad. This stew made for quick meals throughout the day and served as a great way to make sure every scrap of food would get eaten. You just listened to an episode of the Today I Found Out daily podcast. Tune in every weekday for another great episode, or find more articles at todayifoundout.com.